Welcome to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. Mike is one of the nation's top realtors and is highly regarded as an authority in residential real estate sales. Mike Bell has nothing to sell but great wisdom. You're going to love this show. Now, here's Mike Bell. Welcome to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. We are here in the heart of Pasadena's Financial District with Mike Bell. He's one of the top agents in the nation. He has been selling for over 20 years and has lots of homeowners and attorneys that rely on Mike for great advice. We will be with you for the next hour discussing part two of a series titled, The Best Questions to Ask Your Real Estate Agent. This is a live call-in show and we can be reached at 888-GO-FOR-IT. That's 888-463-6748. Again, that's 888 888- Four six three six seven four eight. Mike is a licensed California real estate broker at Keller Williams International in Pasadena. You can reach him in many ways. His email is mikebell at kw.com. His website is mikebellteam.com. And his personal cell phone is 888-401-1555. You can find him easily on the web many ways. Hi, Mike. (laughs) Thanks, Griffin. So uh, today I got Griffin Lee. He's my co-host. Thank you for taking your time out of your busy patent law uh, uh, practice schedule to to, to sit down with me. This is great. Hey, no problem. Uh, Griffin Lee is a patent attorney working in Los Angeles area. And uh, I have your email in front of me. You can ask patent and trademark questions to Griffin if you want it. Griffin Lee E S Q at Gmail dot com. G R I F F I N L E E E S Q at Gmail dot com. Uh you know, over the years um I uh I've put together the what I think are the best questions that you should ask your agent when you're interviewing agents. You should be interviewing at least three agents. And I think most of these apply if you're buying or selling a home. We did our first segment um, geez, it's, it's quite a, quite a six few months, months ago, I think. About six months ago. Yes. And I think I realized after about the second commercial break that there's no way we're able to, we were going to be able to put it together in three segments. And I, I don't know, we may, may go to, to five. But let's see how this goes. So how you feeling? How you, this is your first time on the radio. This is. You're breaking me in. <laughs> <laughs> but you've done interviews before on TV. Absolutely. So you have a little bit of experience. Well, they can't see me. Thanks for the uh, intro. That was really great. No problem. Hey, I wanted to thank you uh, for inviting me onto the show because uh, real estate to me means freedom. You know, we live in a very blessed country to be able yeah. to own real estate. Yeah. And uh, it was actually interesting that um, two things. First of all, you know, I know we're going to talk about how to ask questions, what kind of questions to ask uh, a potential agent. And it's really important because, you know, mm-hmm. for most people, buying a house will be the most important most expensive purchase they'll ever make in their lives. And so it's important to have an expert. But also I want to thank you because, like you said, real estate to me means freedom. I was watching Game of uh, Thrones last night, and Mm -hmm. it's not England, but the show is uh, based on England back Mm -hmm. in the old medieval times. And back then, every part of land, all of England belonged to the king. And it was – the lords who were the uh, the upper class that rented the land from the king. So everything was a king's land. Yeah. So then you underneath that you had commoners who work for the lord, you know, landlord. That's one of the reasons why mm-hmm. they call it landlords. Mm-hmm. And they would pay rent in, in terms of crops, services. Some people fought in the army. You know, if you watch Braveheart, you see how the lords had their own armies and mm-hmm. they had to bow down before the king. And um you know, and, and even in uh, the movie Robin Hood, you know, people weren't allowed to hunt because it was all the king's land it was the king's deer. Mm. Luckily, we, li- we live in a country where we have freedoms, and you know, you you could buy your own land, you could own it, you could rent it out to people, you could uh, rent it out to people to make crops. So, in essence, you yourself become the king of the land. You know that expression: "A man's home is his castle." Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what's so great about this country is that you can become the king of your own domain. And, you know, there's no limits. Yeah. 
Well, it got complicated. Mm-hmm. And that's why when then we started having contracts and we started to have there's policies and procedures that had to be followed if it was going to be fair. And, well, realtors got involved. That's right. <laughs> it's a necessary it's, – it's really a necessary part of the whole thing. It's funny because I've explained this um, to many of my clients where they're talking about just the real estate model – We've had this real estate model, at least in Pasadena, for – we've had a, a board of realtors in Pasadena for 100 years. It's, mm-hmm. And they've you – know, the vast majority of real estate, of residential real estate, is sold through at least one agent. Mm-hmm. And there's all these different models out there that are cu- cropping up on the internet. They're trying to bust that model and cut out the broker. And in this day and age, you're still not able to do it. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. you still need somebody to help you go through the process. And you can pick somebody that you don't even realize is really bad, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and but this is, and hopefully you can pick somebody who's really good. And that's the nuts and bolts of my show today is you got to ask the right questions because you know what? We're not created equally. There are some very, very good agents out there, mm-hmm. and there's some not so great. And you need to be able to cut through a lot of the just the, the the commotion out there that you hear, and really get down to the the, the down and dirty. I mean, um, one of the things we are talking about is you should interview three agents. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the best advice I give anybody: interview three agents because you will quickly find out that we're not created equally. Right, and also basically uh, as a buyer or seller. Mm-hmm. We're interviewing for someone to work for us. Yeah. So if you were to hire someone for a job, would you just give it to the first person that, that comes to your office? No, you'd have to interview them and you know look into their background, their experience to see if it's a good fit. Would you say that's the same thing here? Absolutely, but it's, mm-hmm. it's funny. On a national level, mm-hmm. 70% of all home sellers only interview one agent. Just one? Just one. That's the national average, and that's... I think that any uh, my I know there's a lot of real estate agents mm-hmm. that are listening to this. I think they'd all be nodding in their head right now, saying that's probably about right. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I do too. I, I, I think so too. It's totally crazy. But and um, hopefully they get the right one the first time. But oftentimes a lot of my business comes from people that have said we, we should have interviewed three, and now we're going to interview three, and mm-hmm. we want to take you up on your advice to interview three, and mm-hmm. and we'd like to throw you in there and and interview you too. And it's like oh. You know, thank you. It's too bad that you had to go through pain to get to that point where you, you know, you're now finally doing what you probably should have done a long time ago. Same mm-hmm. thing. If you're going to interview somebody for a secretarial job or whatever, mm-hmm. you should be interviewing. Even like if you're going to go out and get knee surgery, I mean, a lot of people get second opinions. Really? So I shouldn't go for the first guy, <laughs> cheapest rate, who's just starting, who's just asking for a chance? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, let's. Um, <laughs> Well, you can if you want. <laughs> hey, I like my knees. <laughs> so on our, our first segment, we mm-hmm. I, I'm going to do a really quick synopsis of part one of the best questions to ask your agent. The first question, and these are not necessarily like in the in the in the correct order. It really kind of depends where you are in the process. It depends if um, you're a new home buyer, or a new home seller, um, where you are in the country, but. I think one of the first and most important questions to ask is, are you full or part-time? I mean, what do you think? Do you, is that a, it, it's very important to work with a full-time agent. I mean, would you work with a part-time brain surgeon? <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, I mean, there's a reason why they're part-time brain surgeons, right? If they are that... I don't if, even know if they are. I don't think as, there are because it just requires a lot of expertise, practice, experience, studying, you know, to keep up with the current trends and new techniques. I mean, would you agree with that? Yeah. Well, let's talk about even mm-hmm. like law. I mean, lawyers are not created equally. And a <laughs> Absolutely <lot> of, not. <laughs> a lot of people mm-hmm. may think that you, for real estate agents, a lot of people think that mm-hmm. we pushed, we all push the same buttons and the end result's going to happen. And so they kind of think to themselves, well, this is what they say. They say, mm-hmm. I gave the listing to this person. I gave. They don't say the guy earned it. Mm-hmm. They, they still say in this day and age that I just gave the listing to so-and-so. Um, and I think I really think that the, the the person should earn it because at the end of the day, you may not even know how many thousands of dollars that you've thrown down the down the tube. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. Well, wherever you throw your money at, right. but you have no idea really the liability you've created for yourself. And you know this yourself. I mean, being a patent attorney, I mean, there's actually. 
there's two bars there's two bar exams you have to go through that's it's right. a specialty it's yes. well i mean yes it's it just you know it just weeds out the people who aren't qualified i mean but once again it, just because you have your license doesn't really mean mean anything i mean for for example well, yeah. do you remember when you first got your driver's license sure 16 years old right yeah <laughs> did you feel like you're you were an expert driver i I did. <laughs> of course, yeah, exactly. Same with certain attorneys, patent attorneys, certain real estate agents. They feel very confident, and it's very easy to get uh, sucked into their enthusiasm. But when, in fact, you, you look back when you were 16 years old and first got your driver's license, it's it's like, wow, I really didn't know what I was doing. I felt like I did, but you know, that's where experience comes in. Yeah. Um, the uh, the second question was, mm-hmm. uh, I always recommend people ask. Your, your potential realtor candidate, uh, their experience. Ask about the number of sales they've had. Mm-hmm. Ask if they specialize in listings or buyers. Ask if uh, ask them how many sales they've had in the last 12 months, and they shouldn't be offended if you ask them to prove it. Is that a red flag if they do get offended by that? Uh, I think so. I wouldn't be offended if somebody asked me to prove how many sales I've had. Because obviously they're trying to hide something. Well, I'd like to work with somebody who actually knows that they're talking, you know, (laughs) that that they're they're asking the right questions. Mm -hmm. That's actually a a great sign for a real Mm -hmm. estate agent because I want to work with somebody who's smart and educated and understands Mm -hmm. the process and uh, because we all have the same finish line. Mm -hmm. We all want to get to the same thing. We don't want to fight it out, but we want to have the same finish line. If they understand the uh, just some of the basics like that, that's Mm -hmm. really important. you know the thing is, if they if they if they don't ask these kind of questions, mm-hmm. imagine what the process is going to be like. I mean, it's just real estate is so can be so difficult. There's three or four hundred moving parts. Mm-hmm. There's three to four hundred different things that have to fall in the line. There's three to four hundred things that I basically have to do to make mm-hmm. sure that we get to the finish line. If you're working with a client that just doesn't understand that process mm-hmm. or doesn't have the capacity to, you know really understand that process, um, you're going to have a hard time. But and anyways, and also, um, it, you know, I, I know as an attorney, there are times when you mess up, you're not going to know until a few years later down the mm-hmm. line. Sure. With, is that the same case here with real estate? Like if you mess up, I mean, the sale's done, you bought the house or whatever, and if your agent messed up, will you know it right then and there? The only way mm-hmm. it's hard to tell, and the way they mess up, the main thing is going to be on price. Mm-hmm. For example, in my neighborhood, I can't stand it sometimes when I see I see a sale happen, mm-hmm. and the agent maybe will, will put the house on the market on a Monday, and then all of a sudden it's an escrow on Tuesday, and I'll call the agent and find out that he already had a buyer for it, and I found out what the price was, and to me the price was way too low, and then I find out that it closed escrow, and I don't know where that client that that person moved to, if they moved to Alaska or where, but I would love to be able to call them up and just say, you, you sold it for probably $50,000 lower wow. than you should have, but um, that happens, and I don't know if you're ever going to really <laughs> figure it out, or if right. they're ever going to find out. They would have figured it out and known uh, if they listened to this show and just got mm-hmm. some of these Absolutely. tidbits. Um, but yeah, so I'll tell you, most agents have sold nothing in the last 12 months. And that's a national average. Most, yeah, it was wow. cl- closer to sixty percent. There's just a, there's a lot of licensees out there, mm-hmm. and I'd say probably almost fifty percent of the agents out there will po- probably won't be in the business uh, over the next eight, eighteen months. Well, that quickly. Oh, you'd be astounded how many people are sitting for the licensing exam here in California. They're three months out. Mm-hmm. Right? It takes three months to get a real estate license right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to sit for the exam. They have thousands and thousands and thousands. They have. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're testing 10,000 people a month. I mean, wow. That's an amazing amount of people. Well, the other question I always mm-hmm. – to uh, burn through this, we've got to go a little bit quicker, okay. is uh, do you live and work locally? I mean, that's kind of obvious. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to use somebody that's out of area? Um, do you own a home? I think that if you're a, cl- if you're a home buyer or home seller, mm-hmm. I think it's important to ask your agent if they actually have ever owned a home. Unfortunately, most haven't, mm-hmm. and there's three to four hundred things that have to happen, and it's emotional. It, it can be a, a huge emotional roller coaster. Of I mean, course, you just said it yourself. Mm-hmm. It's the, probably the biggest transaction you'll ever do. Ever, right? Well, not me personally. <laughs> well, I hope <laughs> but, not. <laughs> but it brings out, uh, you know, it, it brings out the best and it brings out the worst in people. 
uh, stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as an agent, I mean, you're going to be able to help that client through those processes if you've actually gone through it. So um, number five, do you believe in dual agency? I just think that it's it, it's really important that, to make sure that your client is actually going to be an advocate for you mm-hmm. and not for uh, their other client that may be interested in buying the house. There's also um, a potential conflict of interest as well, right? What are you, an attorney? Well, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> with that, we're going to break. We're here with Griffin Lee on the Mike Bell Real Estate Show, and we'll be right back. Now, back to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show on TalkZone.com. Here's Mike Bell. Welcome back to the show and our discussion with our guest and co-host, Griffin Lee, a patent attorney. So, I asked you if you were an attorney. <laughs> that was a compliment. Well, I, I believe so too, because, <laughs> no, no, well, you know, it's one of those things, um, you know, there's so many bad lawyer jokes out there. And, 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 no, they're good, bad good, lawyer good jokes. Lawyer, exactly. <laughs> the crime is the bad ones, right? And, uh, you know, it, it is one of those things where, you know, unfortunately there is a perception uh, uh, of, you know, uh, bad lawyers out there, and it's really unfortunate because you know it was the lawyers that actually built this country. You know, the, the signers of the Declaration of Independence, or mm-hmm. a lot of them were lawyers. A lot of the, the people who made the laws and the people who, you know, make you know even with real estate, who made a lot of these things are possible because of lawyers. Now, I'm not saying all of them are good, but you know, it, we live in a society that it, 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 you can't get rid of them. I mean, what was that? Shakespeare said, get rid of all the lawyers, right? But yeah. if you look at the whole context, it says, you know, if you want a society without rules, without uh, you know, laws, get rid of the lawyers first. And a lot of people mistake that for, let's get rid of the lawyers altogether. And, you know, just like just like in your profession, there's a lot of good lawyers, a lot of good agents, and there's a lot of bad ones. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the bad ones give a bad name for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, the barriers to entry to get into our field is they're not that high. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to go through two bar exams to be able to practice patent law in California. <laughs> um, it, to it, to, for, to get a real estate license in California, it's 140, I think, relatively easy questions, 150 relatively easy multiple choice questions, and um, that's it. And then you pay 400 bucks, and you're licensed to handle somebody's biggest transaction of their life, probably. And you have that license for four years. Now, uh, that's why before the break we were talking about how um, you know there's like a three month. People are only in there for about 18 months or so, and then they get out. Half of them, yeah. The shelf life of an an average agent Mm -hmm. is uh, 18 months. And most of them don't make money, right? Most of them just try and. Well, they get out because they don't make that money. Well, a lot of them uh, they'll get in the business and they'll have maybe two or three people in the Mm -hmm. in the hopper, whatever you want to call it, that want to buy or sell with them. And then they realize it is it is a difficult business. Yeah. What, what was that one statistic that uh, you know we were talking about about how was it ninety percent? Uh, was it ten percent of the agents do ninety percent uh, of the work? Oh, it's well, it's it's like the ninety. It's really the mm-hmm. there's a eighty twenty principle that a lot mm-hmm. of people have heard about. But then it's, it's probably and at least in our area it's a ninety ten rule. Ninety mm-hmm. percent of the agents do ten percent of the business. Ten percent of the agents do. 90% of the business. It's mm-hmm. unfortunate that it's such so lopsided because there's mm-hmm. so much opportunity. And what I do all, the, all day long is I don't think it's that hard, um, but um, I don't know why people make it hard. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a service business. you got to ask people if you can help them. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and you need to know your stuff. And it, you can know your stuff. There's so many seminars. There's so much information out there. That there's there's no reason why you're any real estate agent. And this is one of the topics we're going to mm-hmm. talk about. Shouldn't be constantly in courses, mm-hmm. in classes, and in conferences, learning the you know, the latest ways to promote and protect your client mm-hmm. to get and to get them the best price possible. You know what I found interesting is what we talked about before about how um, you don't see yourself as a salesperson. No, not really. What do you see yourself as? If you told if you if you told me twenty years ago I'd be a, a top sales one of the top people mm-hmm. in the nation, I'd say no way. I don't. I I like to pick up the phone and ask people if I can help them. Hmm. Why why you do that? 
well, that's how I get more sa- a lot of sales. You just got to mm-hmm. ask. You just have to ask. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes I'll, I'll ask them, why did you pick me? And right. 70, seriously, 70% of the time they go, well, you're the only one that asked. Right. And they didn't interview anybody else. Mm-hmm. But they like the fact that I told them they should probably interview three agents, mm-hmm. but they usually don't. It's too bad. Mm-hmm. Well, it's fine with me. I mean, I think they're they're in very good hands with me. Well, of course. Uh, we had talked about There was another show that we talked about agency, um, dual agency, and if somebody's an advocate for you or not, mm-hmm. and, and some of the things to watch out for. But um, I like what I do. This is it's great. You I like get, the people, right? I love the people. I get to be a part of their journey. I am, you know, almost always I'm, I'm with them the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they, the, 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 the biggest compliment I get is when they refer me. Most of my business is referral. I mean, I really don't mm-hmm. advertise that much at all. I don't do a bunch of mailers. I don't do a lot of the stuff that other agents do because those other agents mm-hmm. can't get referral business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the most successful people in the world usually work on referral. Mm-hmm. I you know, agree. You have a fantastic knee doctor. Everybody in town knows about that fantastic knee doctor. And that knee doctor can sit there and tell everybody how great mm-hmm. he is. It, it doesn't resonate. You're, they're going to get more business from word of mouth mm-hmm. and treating people the right way and being you know, fantastic at your trade. Um, question six, how large is your company? <laughs> you can listen to the show about all that. Um, if you are the other question, another question number seven is, are you a realtor and what kind of a license do you have? In the state of California, there's two different kinds of licenses, basically two kinds of licenses. There's a broker's license and a sales license. And then question number eight that we had talked about is, have you ever been fired? I think that's a, I think that's a fair question to ask if, if you've ever been fired. But um, So if you're looking at my website, the MikeBellTeam.com, and you're following along with my the top 41 questions, you might find that we, we bounce around only just a little bit, but we do plan to hit all 41. Now, some of the questions are actually handled with full shows. There's a question about short sales, and we have two shows on sh- on short sales that you can listen to. We also have a full show just on title insurance. Some of the questions can be fully discussed in person with me, and I have uh, you know I have competitors that listen to my show. I really don't need to give everything out, but give me a call to kind of uh, elaborate on on some of these issues or some of these items. But you can always call me. I'll be more than happy to share those details with you. Now, some of the questions are. Very specific to California real estate. And again, we won't be able to dig deep into those, but I'm more than happy to discuss any of them with you on the phone. Um, and you can give me a call anytime. Um, let's roll into the best questions to ask your agent. Part two. Now, part two. Part two. <laughs> now, assuming that you've hopefully taken my advice and have interviewed at least three agents. Now, hold on for a second, Mike. Now, why three? I've been, I, you know, I've been, we talked about this earlier in the show, three agents. You should talk to three agents. Is there a reason why three? I think, um, I don't think you're going to last past three. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that it's important to have some contrast and see what the difference is mm-hmm. that's out there. Uh, Everybody's a, a lot of agents are very different. You may find that a lot of them will say the same thing over and over again. Some of them mm-hmm. will just push how big their brokerage is. Some of them will push how many open houses they like to do. Mm-hmm. Some of them will. They, it, it's really I think it's very very important to actually um, see the different styles and the track records because, like I said, what, I, I can't say this enough. We're not created equally, mm-hmm. and we don't push the same buttons, and the same result does not just happen. It, it doesn't. And if you want to assure yourself that you're going to get the most amount of money for your property mm-hmm. or the best deal when you're buying a property and the least amount of headaches and the least amount of liability, you you got to go with somebody who does this over and over again who has a great reputation that works on referral. Well, let me ask you a little bit further about that then. Mm-hmm. How do you find those three? I mean, do I just look at the refrigerator magnet and, and call that person up? Or I'm not on refrigerator magnets. Oh, you really should. <laughs> well, first of all, this should be local. local but okay. but um, you can do a, a quick internet search. Okay. Um, if I was moving, mm-hmm. I would. What I would do is um, there's a lot of different websites out there, and you can see if there's any you know kind of who has a really good internet presence. If they have a really good mm-hmm. internet presence, I mean they're selling a lot. 
and they get it because you have a mm-hmm. 93% chance of selling your house because of something on the Internet. Is it that high? 93? That is a National Association of Realtors statistic mm-hmm. that came out earlier this year. There's a ni- almost a little over 93,000 questionnaires were sent to brand new home buyers last year, and they asked them a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. And this is the resounding number is yeah, 93. If, 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 by the way, if you're interviewing somebody and they sit there and they say, um, we don't need to go on the web. We're just going to do open houses until it sells. <laughs> it's a problem. You have a three. That's perc- a bad thing. You have a three percent mm-hmm. chance of selling your house because of an open house. Just three percent. Three percent. Now, open houses mm-hmm. are a part of the process, mm-hmm. and they uh, shouldn't be the sole no thing. Watch okay. out if somebody says that, mm-hmm. or if they say newspaper advertising. I'm going to stick you in the L.A. Times until it sells. No one reads newspapers. It's these days. less than one percent. We have a show, <laughs> Joe. My common comment about that is I think it's a failed business strategy to, mm. to wait for the paper boy to show up to your house right. and uh, go through the ads. That's just not the way people shop for real estate. But um, what were we talking about? The why, th- why three? Why three? Why three agents? And, and then I asked you, um, how do you pick those three? Yeah, you said internet presence is very important. Well, if you're new to an area, mm-hmm. you're not, you may not know that many people, but referrals are really important. Of course, and I think I think you should spend time and try to get maybe twenty or thirty names if you possibly can, mm-hmm. or ten or fifteen names, and go online and just check their internet presence. I mean, there's agents if they if they've done bad things, there's bad stuff on the internet about. <laughs> there's Absolutely. a million websites out there. I mean, with Keller Williams, it's interesting because we have a system where we list something. We I can list your property on the mm-hmm. regular MLS, but I can also list it through our this portal uh, called Keller Williams. Oh, I forgot what it was called. It has this long, <laughs> but it pops it, mm-hmm. it pops the property into almost 130 different portals. Zillow, um, Red Door. I mean, there's a mm-hmm. million portals, and you can go to all those portals, and you know the good agents will go in there and they'll put the profiles about themselves in there, and mm-hmm. all this stuff takes time, and they build a web presence. Um, and then I, what I would do is make sure that those people are are local. Mm-hmm. And pick up the phone and have a nice conversation, and then have them come over and let them know that you're interviewing other okay. agents. But you will find, mm-hmm. uh, you'll absolutely find, they're all a little bit different, and you can, and and it's not not, um, you know, personality styles are are part of it. Mm-hmm. The brokerage that they're with. Um, so, anyways, quick, really quick, mm-hmm. the next thing I think you should ask them on the phone is: Is there any way I can call? Your fifty last clients. Fifty. Fifty. Isn't that a lot? Um, well, I have more than fifty, but I actually mm-hmm. provide first and last names and, la- and, and cell phone numbers of mm-hmm. my of, of at least fifty of my past clients. Wow, fifty. Hmm? <laughs> hey, we're going to go into our our next break. Uh, we're here on the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. We're here with Griffin Lee, and uh, we'll be right back. And now more of the Mike Bell Real Estate Show on TalkZone.com. Here's Mike Bell. Welcome back to the show. We've got Mike Bell here with Griffin Lee, a patent attorney. And thank you for being my guest, being my co-host. Absolutely. Having a great time here. Uh, we're on to number 10. What percentage of your business is based on referrals? I would ask, I would ask your, your potential realtor well, candidate. Well, let me ask you, Mike. You know, how about yourself? How much of your, your business is... Based upon referrals, I would say um, I actually track because I like to know where. But but mine's about eighty percent. Eighty percent. Yeah. Wow. Is that yeah. is that normal? Do you think, or is that high? No, or it's very low? high. That's and very I, high. Okay. And I think that um, I mean, there's there's agents that knock have to knock on doors all day long, or they have to do open houses, or they have to do mailers or email blasts. I do a little bit of all of that, but um, I. I uh, and a large piece of actually the business is actually mm-hmm. because I do so much marketing uh, for the properties mm-hmm. through the internet that people find they find the properties, but they also find me. We have mm-hmm. our first call, uh, Darren. Can you hear us? Yes. Yes. Hi, Mike. I really like your show. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> What's your question? You have a real estate Mike? question? I have a question for you. Yeah, it seems like everybody in my town's a realtor. And they all seem to claim they can do it all, residential, 
commercial leasing, commercial sales, apartments, land sales, all that kind of stuff. And it seems like they're never really great at what they do. And I was wondering if it's legal for them to make those kind of claims. Legal? That's a that's a lawyer question. Could be. I guess you know. Actually, to answer your question, I mean, I, I guess it's legal to be able to do that. It's uh, is, it prudent, is it prudent to do something like that? I don't that? think it's. I don't think it's prudent. I mean, mm-hmm. how can you be a jack of all trades and master of mm-hmm. none? I mean, would you, Griffin? Would you ever go out there and say I can do personal injury, real estate contracts, patent law? I mean, I guess you could do all of that. You could, but you know, it, it's like what we're talking about—the knee surgeon. Would you go to a podiatrist for a knee surgery? Some people might. If, they, if they're giving a discount, right? <laughs> or, or if it's their cousin. You know, the, the thing is, I, think, I, I just think that it, I've learned in my life, mm-hmm. you should always go to a specialist for everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just wouldn't go to a general surgeon to have my knee worked on. I would go to somebody who just works on knees. Um, that's it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that works on referral. And I would also, I would check up on them and I would, I would interview a few at least. Mm-hmm. Um, Darren, are you still there? Yes, hi. So, um, yeah, what I, I would be, I would just be wary of working with anybody that can that says they can do all those things. There's absolutely, I'm sorry, there is absolutely no way. I don't know of any realtor who is really, really good that can do all of those things. It is absolutely impossible. Mm-hmm. I just focus on. I'm just residential. I stopped doing commercial. I tried to do it, and if I can't do it, great. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I refer it out. Um, so I hope that answers your question. Okay, great. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Do you have a Do you have a legal question for uh, Griffin? <laughs> I'm just joking. All right. Well, we got another caller. We got to go. Thank you. Uh, we have another caller. Her name is uh, Nargis. Nargis, how are you? Hi. Hi. How are you guys doing? Great. Welcome to the show. Thank you for calling. How are you doing? Good. Thank you, uh, Mike. I love the list of questions. Where can I find the entire list? Oh, my list of questions. You can go to the, the MikeBellTeam.com, and there's a drop-down menu, and it, uh, there's a, a menu item that says uh, 41 best questions. You can click that. You can print it. Um, but over the years, um, those, those are the questions that I always tell my clients – uh, when they when they're checking me out to take a look at those questions, I think those are really important if they're going to be interviewing other people. And I don't have a problem with them asking me those actually those questions. So you can go to the MikeBellTeam.com and uh, they're easy to download. And uh, I don't have a templated website. It's something that uh, my web designer and I have created. It's taken years and years and years to put all this together. So you're not I, – I guarantee you're not going to find another real estate website out there with this kind of information out there. My Even my listing presentation is on there. I don't uh, – I get it all out there so you know what I'm actually going to do for you to, to help you buy or sell a house. So take a look at it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, you're welcome. Can I ask Griffin a legal question if it's possible? <laughs> Well, can you charge her? <laughs> sure. Yeah, you're on the real you're on the Mike Bell real estate show. But go ahead and ask a legal question. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm here for. Um, Griffin, uh, what's the difference between a patent and a trademark? Uh, <laughs> I was going to I was going to ask you that because you call yourself you're you're a patent attorney, but what's the difference? Yeah. Well, that's a really good question. Um, you know, what I do is intellectual property, but within intellectual property, you have three components: patents, copyrights, and trademarks. Um, you know, you hear a lot of stuff about patents on on the news with Apple and and, and Samsung and just the other companies, and. I guess the best way, you know, this could go on for 20 minutes, but the best way to describe it is let's say you uh, have an invention and you want to protect that invention. That's when you would get a patent. Let's say with that invention you want to call it I don't know, a bicycle. That would be a trademark, what you name it, or a slogan or a logo. Mm-hmm. And let's say you, you um, uh, developed a song for this bicycle. That would be a copyright. That's an expression uh, on any medium. So, um, I mean, once again, there's it's a really complex question, but you know, patents, that makes sense. And, yeah, patents, trademarks, copyrights. That was the fastest twenty minutes I've ever experienced. 
That clears things up for me. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Great show. Thank you for Thank calling. Thank you, Nargis. You can always reach Griffin at uh, his email is Griffin Lee ESQ. I'm going to spell this out. Let me back up here. G-R-I-F-F-I-N-L-E-E-E-S-Q at gmail.com. Thanks for the call. Awesome. Have a great day. Thank you, you too. So we're rolling into number 11. Do you have a performance guarantee? I think you should always ask your agent if you have a performance guarantee. Um, what goes through your mind? <laughs> <laughs> Most agents will go, mm-hmm. what? I mean, do you guarantee something here? I mean, could you explain this term to me? Well, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. I'm not guaranteeing I'm going to sell the house because mm-hmm. sometimes you just you don't have control over that. But I I definitely have uh, control over my performance, and um, I have I always have an easy cancellation policy. So I mean, if I don't do what I'm going to what I say I'm going to do, mm-hmm. I let them know that you can fire me. So uh, for any cause, if I don't do what I say I'm going mm-hmm. to do, yes, okay. not for any cause, mm-hmm. but I think that's only fair. So if I tell you I'm going to put it on these websites, if I tell you I'm going to get a professional photographer, mm-hmm. if I tell you I'm going to do you know whatever I'm going to do, and I don't do it, I think I deserve to get fired. Mm-hmm. I mean that's just the way it works in the real world everywhere else. Unfortunately, there's agents out there that. They say they're going to do things and they don't do it and people just let them go. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just let it go. They just don't – I don't know. I don't quite get it. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I provide a performance guarantee. I've never been fired. Mm-hmm. Um, number 12, how will you keep me informed? I think it's very important to set the expectation if you're a buyer or a seller mm-hmm. to, to ask the realtor, how are you going to keep me informed? Well, hold on for a second here, Mike. Um, th- you know – there's, this is something I hear a lot from my friends. You know, how, how it's the agents just never call them back. Yeah, is that something that's very common in the industry? They don't call me back a lot of times. Really? It's very frustrating. Yeah, I make it a point to call everybody back, and if I can't call them back, mm-hmm. and that day I'll call people back the next day, even though they're they may be asking a very basic question that you can easily find on the website, maybe on the first line of a description or something mm-hmm. like that, but. Um, I pride myself on giving people a callback. Sometimes it's quite late, but I, you know, that's the biggest complaint. Mm-hmm. There's this 93,000 piece questionnaire that NAR came out with that we talked about. And the biggest complaint that people have is they didn't hear back from my realtor. That's they the just, biggest complaint. They don't communicate. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Something as simple as that. It's not that hard. <laughs> right. Well, I let my, I think it's fair. I let my clients know, even if there's no news, I'll still email you and let you know. Mm-hmm. It might just be as simple as there's no news. Um, but there's a there's a lot to – I think that if somebody's paying you, like in Pasadena, mm-hmm. the average sales price and if you if you look what uh, a, a, an average commission is, um, you could easily be paying somebody twenty to $30,000 to sell their house. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. If I'm paying you a lot of money, I'm my expectation is you're going to get you're going to get back to me at least once a week mm-hmm. and let me know what's going on with my property. I mean, um, right? There's no excuse in, in this age of cell phones and little text messages and computers. And, but if there's no know. news, just tell me there's no news. Mm. But but at least you can give me give people an update. Absolutely. Um, but that's uh, it's it's just interesting. I, I just kind of found it. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting industry that when that's the number one complaint that um, we don't communicate. We are supposed to be the communicators. Mm-hmm. If you look up the word broker in Webster's dictionary, it's about it's somebody who puts two people together for an end result for oh, the wow. most part. How are you going to do that without communication? Right. But. Um, all right, I'm off my soapbox. No, no, no. This is like what you said in the beginning: is is you don't see yourself as the salesperson, but as someone that serves. No. Yeah. And, and you know, how could you serve someone if you don't talk to them? I mean, I mean, that same. It's it's somewhat of a relationship, right? I think there's, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think there's a stereotype of a cheesy salesperson out there, <laughs> and, and we have every brokerage has a cheesy salesperson. You know, they're just they're out there. Um, in my opinion. They don't really do that much business. I just don't think that style works really well. Mm-hmm. At least that's not my style. Do you agree? 
Well, I mean, they do supply refrigerator magnets. I guess that's kind of odd, so they do have a purpose. Never done a refrigerator. Let me try to think about the cheesiest thing I've done. The cheesiest <laughs> thing I've done, oh, I have these mouse pads, mm-hmm. and it has a picture of a mouse on it. And it says, um, it has a picture of a mouse walking out of a mouse house. Mm-hmm. And it has a, my real estate sign out on this front lawn. And it says, another pad sold by Mike Bell. Oh my gosh! And it's a it's a it's a mouse pad. And oh my gosh! I did it I did it a few years ago, and I still have a whole bunch of them laying around, and I haven't really given them but out. That's pretty cheesy. It's you kind of cheesy, but it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. It's a little kitschy, you know. You might get one. Do you want one? Um, we'll talk about that later. Wait, do we have one of those? Daniel's Daniel's pulling one out. Look at this. What do you think of this thing? Look at that high grade petroleum. Oh my gosh! Product. It's neon yellow. No, it's not. The house is. <laughs> Yellow houses sell for sell for more than any other color house. Really? <laughs> and there really is a mouse. There really is a mouse. What do you think? Well, it's not a magnet, like I said, but still, it passes. Do you think we can edit this out of the... I really don't want people listening to this anymore. <laughs> Thanks for pulling it out, Daniel. <laughs> hey, so anyways, we're, we're going to go into our next break, and uh, you're here on the Mike Bell Real Estate Show. We're here with Griffin Lee, a patent attorney, and we'll be right back. Let's get back to the Mike Bell Real Estate Show on TalkZone.com. Here's Mike Bell. Welcome back to the show. It's Mike Bell here, and we've got Griffin Lee. I'm a licensed California real estate broker in Pasadena, California, with Keller Williams International Realty. I sell homes full-time. I am not a full-time talk show host. One of my clients, potential clients, uh, thought I was a full-time talk show host. I wouldn't be able to spend too much time on helping her sell her house. Ouch! (laughs) Seriously, ouch! I only do this a few hours a week. That's it. Right. The rest is spent uh, making mouse pads. <laughs> Ouch. Well, that's what you get for not getting refrigerator magnets, but that's just me. I'll get you a refrigerator magnet. Yes. <laughs> do you want a picture from 1980 on it? No, actually, what I'd like is like one with a bell, like an actual bell, and it says Mike Bell. <laughs> We're talking about cheesy. It's too bad you can't back, come back for any more shows. Oh. <laughs> hey, let's hit number 13. This is one of the things I think is really important to ask your potential real estate agent candidate is ask them how they stay up on current trends. I mean, this is mm-hmm. this is something even with the law. You, you've got to stay up on top of stuff. Oh, laws change every day. Every day. Every day. Things happen. Uh, court rulings are made. Laws are passed. Yeah, you have to. You absolutely have to. You know, the, going back to the surgeon analogy is, you know, don't you think there's new medications out there, new techniques mm-hmm. that are developed? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, if you're if you're still develop, you know, relying on 1950s technology, I mean, once again, you, you, you oh my gosh, there, there's no internet. So what are we gonna do? Are we gonna have just open houses and and just putting um, ads in the classified ads in, in the L.A. Times? I know in most mm-hmm. states, and I know in California, it's, it's this case. If you want a form, mm-hmm. we actually have a forms library online. Mm-hmm. It used to be we drive down to the Board of Realtors and get out, uh, buy a whole bunch of contracts, and they're all carbon copies. They don't even have that anymore because mm-hmm. the forms change, the laws change all the time. Our purchase contract that we use gets updated pretty much every year and a half mm-hmm. to two years. And almost every year, there's a new disclosure form. And it, it, it got we're using the form for a good reason. There was a lawsuit or something happened mm-hmm. in the legislature where they said, you got to do this. If your agent is not going, I, I hate to say it, but you got to go to classes. I, I go to classes. Mm-hmm. I'm in classes, not all the time, but mm-hmm. an awful lot. I need to know my stuff. You do. You do. I mean, let's say you're using an outdated contract. You might, it might not be oh, enforceable. Well, that's true. Right. I mean, it's, well, that's one of the big. That's one of the reasons why you may want to consider working with somebody with a big at a big brokerage because they do have policies in place, mm-hmm. and they do have, you know, I guess you call it. I call it auditors, but it, you always have mm-hmm. somebody looking in the file. And if I'm not using the right form, mm-hmm. they'll. I mean, 
I haven't done this before, but other agents have, and I'm I'm really on it. I'm really mm-hmm. I'm a very detailed person, detail oriented person. But if you're not right using the right form, mm-hmm. they make you pull it. Right. And if you right. already put together an offer, they make you have to you need to change it. Now you you just mentioned with the smaller brokers, mm-hmm. they, they, they they don't really have that mm-hmm. infrastructure. Right. Yeah, mom and pop shops, they just mm-hmm. don't have it. They don't have the ability to do that. Wow. We have 170 agents in our office. We have a transaction coordinator. We have a, we have, we have, uh, our own, you know, quasi auditor that's here that's going through mm-hmm. all the files. And, uh, I don't, they, I just don't think they have that as smaller brokerages. They can't afford it. Mm-hmm. And there's just not enough volume to, to keep somebody that, I, I don't know, for whatever reasons, I think they should do it. I used to be a small broker. Mm-hmm. Until I woke up and realized what I was missing, mm-hmm. the, uh, the the amount of liability that I was carrying, and how fast um, I was becoming basically extinct as uh, in terms of um, my abilities. Well, let me ask it you. It goes so quick. Everything goes so quick in this industry. Right, right, I mean, you, you said that you take classes. Could you tell me a little bit about that? I mean, do, do you have formalized classes that you attend? We actually have classes here in our office. That um, we have live classes. We have instru- um, attorneys, instructors come out and they mm-hmm. ex- explain stuff. That maybe, maybe sales techniques. It may be uh, negotiation techniques. It may they may just explain how probate works or trust sale works or um, you know best ways to present mm-hmm. an offer, even filling out an, an offer form. There's also every what I really enjoy about Keller Williams is that they have a they have a um, Every year in Texas, they have about 10,000 agents go to Texas, and they have this thing called Mega Camp, and we all get together and we listen to the top top agents and how they, you know, really they how they build their business, and they build their business based upon the service they provide, and the service they provide has you know some very basic components, you know, hard work. They're on top of it. They're on the internet. They are full of integrity. They get a mm-hmm. ton of repeat business. And it's 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 great to be able to sit there and listen and and learn from people that are at the absolute top of their game. Mm-hmm. That um, people will they they you know they trust them over and over and over again to help their family and friends sell real estate. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of agent you want to work with mm-hmm. most of the time, almost all the time. Yeah, because I'm hearing a common theme throughout <laughs> the show. It's you know referrals. That's very important. Service to your clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, integrity. And keeping up with recent trends, it just seems like it's the same ideas come up over mm-hmm. and over again. And um, you know, like in any industry, you you need those qualities to succeed. I mean, you were talking about all the different medications that. Are, <laughs> I don't know how many medications uh, some of these agents are on, but <laughs> <laughs> clearly not the some good of them ones. need more. <laughs> ADD medication. ADD, That's, is that what it I don't is? know what it is with realtors. Uh, they, I think a lot of them have ADD. It's it's pretty funny. Really? <laughs> and you don't, right? It's like just focus on <laughs> what, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I, I just think it's really important that um, to have somebody that if you're interviewing somebody and they mm-hmm. say, you know, I already know it all and I don't need to do all of that stuff. That's, um, I think with any field, you should be very, very careful. The red flags. The knee surgeon is yeah. going to, is the knee surgeon is constantly going to seminars and conferences. Mm-hmm. Um, the successful knee surgeon is con- right, right. Anybody who's successful is constantly learning and they don't have that ego, um, ego, egotistical attitude where they don't need anymore. So I just think that, you know, should be careful of that. Um, mm-hmm. One of the other questions is if you know if you're hiring this is number fourteen if you're hiring a buyer's agent you should ask the agent how they're going to find a house this is really important really it's just not as simple as just looking at the M- no M- MLS or anything like that well there's other ways of finding houses hmm. I mean, there's one agent in our office that's very very successful worth working with buyers and she finds out what the client wants and she goes out and knocks on knocks that neighborhood it's called knocking the neighborhood she hmm. goes over and knocks on the door and say, I have this client, so-and-so, this is what they can afford. Were you ever interested in selling your house? Mm-hmm. Now, I like that she comes from integrity. She mm-hmm. actually has a client rather than lying to people and saying that they have somebody for the house and they really don't. And they're just out there looking for a listing lead. Well, let me she ask actually you about has that. a client for that. You know, we, we talked about with the ADD uh, uh, agents, but are there really <laughs> agents there that unscrupulous, unscru- like, you know, who... Don't have the clients. 
or the listings, and, and then they go out and just do self. I got a, I, I got a, I got a, a note on my front porch. I'm in a historic neighborhood in Pasadena. I got a note on my front porch that said, "Give me a call. I have a client that wants to buy your house." Mm-hmm. I knew what the guy was doing. I called him up. And I said, this is wonderful. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I got your letter. I would love to sell my house. I didn't think I'd be able to sell my house. I would love to sell my house. And he said, oh, great. And he goes, what's your address? I said, well, <laughs> I said, well you should know you're on my front porch. He goes, well, just give it to me again. And I go, what well, was, you know, it's a big front porch. And mm-hmm. you must have had a client that really wanted a big right. wraparound L-shaped front porch. And then I, you know, he didn't have a client for it. He broke down and he basically told me he was looking for leads. Liars. Yeah. Well, it's it's too Mm. bad. You got to watch out. There's a lot of other ways that a buyer's agent can look. I mean, they can do mailers. Mm -hmm. They can do, um, and and a lot of times um, when I'm, when I have a client that I'm, that's looking for a certain kind of real piece of real estate, I'll call other agents and ask them what they have coming up. Mm -hmm. And a lot of, you know, sometimes deals happen that way. So Griffin, thank you very much for being on the show. Jeff fun? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to be wrapping up in a minute. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. And do you mind if I take this mouse pad with me? <laughs> Let me take that back. Oh. <laughs> hey, we uh, for future shows, we have some fun shows coming up. We have the uh, our next show, we're going to have the chief economist for the, at the California Association of Realtors. That's going to be a great show. And we're, we're going to have um, an interview with the franchise owner of Keller Williams. We'll be talking about uh, why agents love working with this company. And we'll be having, uh, there's going to be numerous segments talking about um, all sorts of things, uh, general inspections, termite inspections, how an appraisal works. We'll even be talking about insurance issues, and we're going to have more legal experts on the show. So this is going to be a lot of fun. So thank you, Griffin. Thanks for having me here. A lot of fun. This was a blast. Yeah. Talk to you guys next week. Opinions expressed in the Mike Bell Real Estate Show are solely those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone at TalkZone.com, Keller Williams Realty, any board of realtors, or anyone for that matter. Always hire a real estate attorney when making real estate decisions. Do not try any of this at home. If you're looking for world-class website hosting ever,